guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. It was a very, very, very heartfelt podcast I did last time, and I talked about worth and how that developing courage uh, to speak up in situations category made me realize and break away from those shackles, those shackles that had me in quicksand for such a long time. And I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast again. And it's all about making quality content, and that's what we're going to talk about today. See, products, webinars, social media, even the community in which me and my students are, it it feels like it's almost family. It's such a beautiful thing. I got this wonderful pharmacist from Venezuela, absolutely gorgeous soul beyond belief. I got one of the most gorgeous Brazilians I've ever seen in my life, this wonderful nurse um, who ended up sharing my heartfelt IGTV video on her Instagram story. And the next, you know, people started, uh, you know, following me talking about a lot of different things. And, you know, it was just such a beautiful moment. I'm so grateful for it. Um, And I realized that I've created a community of so much drive with the students who I'm involved with, and especially the webinars, you name it. And so what it comes down to is you having the ability to build something that is la- that that like that lasts, right? Something that's significant, it adds value. This is why someone had listened to my podcast probably what almost 10,000 times one specific podcast. One piece of content ended up being so long-lasting and such a huge driver in my company and establishing my online persona. I didn't do that with my personal development podcast, 2016, 2017. I was just trying to bring a bunch of random interviewers and stuff like that to share their story. Hopefully that they would share it with their, you know, their uh, audience and stuff like that. And then they would ultimately come to me and listen to my podcast. I really hard, uh, I wholeheartedly believe that, but that was never the case. You know, I just kept going out searching for something out there when all I had to realize was look at the quality in which I was delivering things. See, that high quality of excellence, the service I provide with my ESL podcast, this is why I'm the top one. A girl, uh, you know, follow me on, um, actually, I had like five webinar buys. And uh, there's one girl that followed me on Facebook. She's like, hey, one of my friends recommended you. You know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I, you know, offered her a couple of free things. You know, she'll sign up. If she doesn't sign up, it's all good. But, you know, there was another person five months ago who had been following me for a very, very long time. And then finally they reached out to me and they're like, hey, and they answer some of my questions and stuff like that. But they're like, hey, oh, uh, do you have TOEFL online classes? I'm like, oh, is that not what you've been seeing the last five months? And I said, of course, yes. And next, you know, just like that. And see the excellence and the service and what I build is how I'm able to do this. And so what you need to understand people, the quality work and that effort, it's all about care. Let me give you an example of what care means. When I'm doing it for me, I care 1000%. When I'm doing it for this guy in regards to what I told you guys in my last podcast, I don't give a damn. You know, when I was, you know, tossing and turning and whatnot and, you know, not tossing and turning, but I was sitting in front, you know, in my living room and I was on, you know, the, you know, uh, teaching online and I was teaching through Google Meet, which is completely worthless. And I'm teaching these students who I know they don't even have their videos on. And I'm just like, guys, 
like, I feel like I don't want to give my 100% to this. Now, do they deserve 100%? Sure. Do they give me 100%? Absolutely not. Does my company give me 100%? Zero. Do they give me 100% in terms of money? Zero. But I'm not going to hold them accountable, but I know that they're not giving me 100%, and it's very difficult. So if you say, Arsenio, well, you know, do you deliver in your webinars how you deliver in your IELTS class? I'm not doing three hours from 6.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m., a class that which I was forced to do to make others happy, only for them to do what they did just a couple of days ago. This is the problem when you do for others when they don't do, really do anything for you. And so I'm very grateful now because I'm like, you know what, Arsenio, do for you now. The quality in whatever way you can deliver your best, you do it. And this is why I work for me and only me. Even at my job, when I teach those little kids on a, on a scale one, with a zero to 100%, how much do I give them? 10. Why? Because if I do more here in Thailand, they bitch a lot. If I do less, they bitch. They're going to bitch either way. So reduce the amount of classes. If you don't like it, goodbye. That's all I do. Your visa and your work permit, that's called security. That's all you are. I got to focus on delivering and developing prolific quality output. And the only way to do that is by doing something that I'm very passionate about. You need to understand what's, what are you in alignment with and what are you in malalignment with? I'm not able to deliver in the IELTS class. I remember I was teaching a guy for what, two hours, teaching, to, what was it, two hours or two and a half hours? I can't remember. Do you know how long that is? But the accelerated coaching is only one hour. And I'm just like, when I do my webinars, it's one hour. And I got, you know, a civil engineer over here from Colombia. I got a, you know, a, ph a pharmacist uh, over here from Venezuela. You know, I got a nurse from Brazil. I got a, a, you know, a dentist who has her own practice out there in Peru. Um, you know, sometimes I get other people on, um, another dentist, another nurse. And I'm just very grateful because I know I give 100% in those webinars and I make that content. And when you do it for you, it's everything. And so if you don't do it for you, you're not focusing on the attention to detail. You're not like double checking your work. It's not about the craftsmanship. It's not, the, not about the attention to the little things. If you say, Arsenio, do you prepare for your IELTS class? Well, the first time I did the IELTS class, I did. But then I realized no one had their videos on. I realized no one was listening to me. And I'm just like, you know what, I'm done. I'm totally done. I'm not doing this anymore. And I continue to do it. But, you know, just last night, I realized, man, they're not getting much quality at all for me. But I was forced to do this class. And luckily, I'll never have to take a class from this specific place anymore. And I could do for me from now on. And so do I double check? And so what you need to do is do things. It's all about the value. You know, making the difference, the appreciation. And so what you need to do is understand how to communicate with others when you're actually providing that value. So whatever it is you do, we're going to scoot on ahead right now. When you're, when you're figuring out that communication, like after my webinar, I always message my students. How'd you like it? How'd you like it? How'd you like it? Always, always, always. Because they are the, they're, they're 
the people who've trusted me to coach them to get them the score that they need. So obviously I'm going to say, hey, listen, you know, because guess what? My name is attached to this brand as opposed to just being a quote unquote teacher who gets thrown a class without any resources and no help using a completely broken software. And no one really gives a damn about me after the situation that had occurred just a couple of days ago. So what I do, you got to be willing on your product and what you do, listen for the feedback. And what's the next thing that could actually add that real value? I was thinking about it today when I actually heard this and I was like, man, adding that real value, huh? And I'm like, okay, well, the webinars was massive and this is a phenomenal funnel too. I'm like, okay, what about the memberships? What about this? And again, I don't want to focus on too many things. I got to keep the main thing, the main thing. And that's my TOEFL, uh, you know, the course that I'm going to start recording videos on just after this podcast. And again, me, I'm very, very grateful. But at the same time, I need to understand that this isn't something that I'm going to be able to maintain for a long time. There's going to have to be something else that comes too. Now, the membership is fantastic, but can I do a little bit more of the membership? Oh, absolutely. On the daily grind. That's something that I need to do. But why aren't you doing it? Okay, got to schedule out your block time, Arsenio. Guess what? Your anniversary is coming up this Saturday. You're not going to have any time whatsoever. And because the weather and the rating season has officially started, which it should have started three months ago, but it just started like the past 10 days, you have no idea what the ter- this weather is going to bring you and how hot it's going to be and how productive you're going to be, you got to focus. And so that's what I do. Like I feel, I, I try to add more value, especially with these podcasts, because there's always this, it's systematic now, as you guys can see. The last time I did something that was way outside uh, the box was probably around uh, the beginning of August, right? I was talking about, are you chasing or are you attracting? How to write a letter to someone when shit hits the fan. I was doing all these random things. And although that they probably have a little bit more, you know, numbers right now, at the same time, it wasn't systematic. It wasn't providing things that you guys can make like practical. And so that's what I do now with my personal development podcast, you know? Then we look at distinction. Whatever it is you're engaged in, do it in your own unique and authentic way. There was someone that posted a YouTube comment and they were like, Oh, thank you for this. I hope you don't scream during class. And I'm like, what is she trying to say? Oh, I'm too loud? I'm doing it in my own unique way. If you don't like it, fuck off. These are just YouTube trolls. I really don't care about them, right? Um, because of my personality, this is why I attract the groups that I attract. Now, all my students, they're all Central and, Latin, uh, and South American students. I've had some Spanish. I had Spanish probably a couple, uh, what is it, last year. Um, I really don't have any Europeans. I'm just centered around the Central and South Americas, right? Because I speak to their souls, because we have the same energy, the same frequency, the same vibrational match, whatever you want to call it. Now, for somehow on the ESL podcast, I do have a lot of Japanese that listen to me, but they never follow me. Two, two of them follow me. One just unfollowed me, by the way, so I blocked that bitch. But anyways, you guys get what I'm saying here. I make sure that I do things in a way that is totally different from everyone else. No one gives a damn about these interviews anymore. Like, what was it? The get like Gary V. Yeah, that's not unique anymore. That was 2018. I don't listen to that trash anymore. It's a, you know, of course, you know, oh, he has pillars and this. He oh yeah, he talks about kindness, but there's no practicality behind kindness. 
tell me how you are more kind. And, you know, he's, you know, he's told stories and stuff like that. But at the same time, that's it. But he has his own unique way. He is for middle class white men or upper class white men, you know. And so my market is totally different from that. And some people always used to say, oh, well, you do it like this or, you know, or you're, you're too loud or you're too this. This is like, like four or five years ago. Right. And I said, you could press play, uh, press pause and never come back around here again. I do things my way. And luckily, I don't bring those types of people into my life anymore. Kind of funny that like this was the biggest issue that has happened this year in regards to my last job. And I kept preaching, saying, I don't bring these people. I don't bring these people. I don't bring these people. But somehow that ended up happening. And I'm like, damn, OK, but all right. All right. Well, I technically brought these people three years ago when I first applied for this bullshit ass job. Right. And so I've been around that vicinity. But now I can make a choice not to deal with these people anymore. See, uniquity. You know, I made sure that my podcast, my ESL podcast is going to be way different from everyone else. I didn't want my ESL podcast to be just like a man. Do you have you guys ever? I don't know if you guys ever heard an English language podcast, but these motherfuckers are boring. If you go online and look at the millions of YouTube, you know, million views and stuff like that. And it's always no offense, but it's always a blonde hair, blue eyes, white girl. And I'm looking at that lesson. I'm like, dude, that lesson is trash. How is this even? but it has 1 million views. So it caters to someone. And of course, all oh, the entire comment section is not even about the lesson. It's about her looks, <laughs> right? So there it is. So me, in a way, I develop my tribe and I'm very grateful and consistent with the work that I do in there. I added my flavor, my perspective, my passions. And when you do things from your own way to make it unique, you will gravitate towards that, hey, you know, maybe this is, you know, uh, this is quality content. Because you do have a few, like on this podcast, guys, you have no idea. I don't have that many plays. I got very lucky just, what, a couple of days ago. And there was like a 700 play download from, uh, it was somewhere in America. I forgot where it was, Florida, I believe. And so over the last 30 days, I get like 1,130 plays, right? And, but do I care? No, because I'm actually learning from this. And I know that this will ultimately be a byproduct of what is to come when I become a high performance coach. And then everything else is going to shoot up even more. So, and then again, I'm not trying to make, this is like my development and my passion project of me, like going through and looking at the things that I've developed and I've achieved and all the things I've accomplished throughout my life on a consistent basis while putting the art of storytelling into these lessons. It's an integration, right? However, the ESL podcast is totally different, right? I have 17,000 plays over the last 30 days as opposed to 1,130 on this podcast. And so what it is, is it's about that last in nature, the timeless. It has to be timeless. And so this is why I don't speak about world events because they're not timeless, if you speak about garbage politics, that's not time. That's not timeless. See, Brendan Bouchard was so good and is so good at what he does that I can go back and read his book, and it still makes sense today. I could go back and read Napoleon Hill book, Napoleon Hill's book from 90, uh, 80, 90 years ago, and it's still great today. That's called timeless content, quality content. People. I had someone who followed me on my IG 
and he's from the Philippines. He's like, oh, I really love your didactic and all the all these big words. I didn't even know what they meant. And I'm like, damn, he got more vocabulary than me. He's Filipino. And I'm like, dude, man, I appreciate it so much, man. Um, and, you know, I was like, where, where are you listening from? He's like, oh, I, I always listen to the podcast from the beginning all the way to the end. And I'm like, oh, you haven't listened to anything over the last couple of days? Nope. And I'm like, dude, that is crazy. And I'm so grateful because that's timeless content. People are listening to my content from three and a half years ago. On this podcast, no way, because I was speaking about things only that pertain to me. So don't make content that is only good for one month and then it's finished and nobody will ever go back. Like Gary Vee, all of that is not timeless. If you look at all his presentations, as a matter of fact, it's the same talk over and over. If you don't know me, Wine Library, the only thing that's actually pretty powerful is the Q&A, I believe. I can't remember. I haven't like, watched one, like, one in like three years. But you don't have to go back and listen to the same thing he says over and over and over. It just doesn't make any sense. So please, with that uniquity touch and what you bring in terms of the quality, make sure that you, it has a lasting nature to it. That quality is forever. That's what you must do, people. Because if you don't, people are going to listen to your podcast one day. People are going to check your website one day and they'll never come back. And if I look at my website and the plays and all the, you know, and I'm sorry, the views or the plays too on the videos, they're coming back. And they've been coming back to those same podcasts, those same blogs over the last three years. That's called timeless, high, prolific quality content. And so whatever it is that you're engaged in, please make things that people can always go back to. If you're speaking about three things to overcome, how to overcome anxiety, how to overcome uh, depression, it has to be in a way that it's timeless and people can come back on a consistent basis and listen to it over and over and over. Because if it isn't, and it's always about, let's say world events or you know, or, or, you know, talking about just a bunch of random things. That's not timeless content. People are going to read, read an article one day and they're never going to read it ever again in their life. That's not quality content. So be careful with that. And in saying that, guys, now you have it. It's all about the quality you produce. I'm your host as always, over and out.